0: Right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of For the Republic here with your boy, Louis valentine and my very good friend, Karen Deep Singh. Yo. All right. We have a really good episode for you guys today. A lot of stuff happening this week in the past, things like 2024, Justice Thomas, the Liberals attack once again. Uh, we're going to talk about, we'll go into several topics Gavin Newsom, Afghanistan, uh, France, and the really good uh, Trump Tucker exclusive interview that they had that I wasn't expecting. So we'll go on that first. I just want to make a quick announcement before we go on. Um, So you notice that there's only one person on webcam. I want to apologize to our viewers for that. And as I apologize, I hope you guys recommend this to your friends and subscribe. Uh, We should be rolling with our visual uh, probably next week. And we're just figuring stuff out. You know, we're starting out. We're just figuring stuff out. But, you know, we're on a roll now. So we'll we'll get everything settled out.
1: Got to catch up, man. Come on.
0: Yeah, we're going to catch up. We're going to catch up just like Joe Biden. We're going to catch up. Yeah right all right um, all right so the first topic a lot of stuff I mean we could just start anywhere but we're gonna start with this Afghanistan report that came out as we were going into Easter break Easter weekend. There was a report by the uh, national security I think they called it the conference or the well you know the people that are responsible for home uh, national security. they came up with a report about like 12 13 pages detailing what pretty much detailing why it wasn't their fault that afghanistan was a complete disaster surprise, and surprise pretty much blaming yeah right it's just like it's not us it's of course you know who's gonna who's gonna get the blame donald trump so they just blamed him saying that well you know he left things so disorganized that it's really his fault you know it's really his fault uh he's the reason that we left 13 people there dead there's he's the reason that there's american citizens that are hostages uh He's the reason, you know, and what's really pathetic about it um, is that nobody even mentioned anything about it. The president doesn't say anything at all. And if he does, it's like completely watched. Yeah. The last time he, I heard him say something, he was saying that he was going to lay an egg. Apparently, you know, he was going to push out an egg. I don't I don't want to understand that. What does that so, even like, mean? I don't want to know. I don't want to know. He he just told out Roker out of nowhere. Right? I want um, to know.
1: I'm actually curious what he means by that. Okay. The... <laughs> of course you
0: were Of course you're curious because it's such a weird <laughs> thing for him to say. Like what what do you mean by that? We're gonna move on. We don't want to hear him. I don't want to imagine him pushing out anything. And then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right! All right! All right! <laughs> all right!
0: And then I didn't hear. We didn't hear anything from the Secretary of State or the Secretary of Defense. And the president that weekend was at Camp David, where he then told people he was going to push something out of that summer. And so who's left is John Kirby. I think you've seen John Kirby. He's the uh, yeah. he's the former admiral. He comes out usually when Karine Jean-Pierre can't really answer questions. I just say it this way. He's the white guy that comes out to answer the questions. You've probably seen him. Uh, he came out and it was... It was funny because it reminded me of—I don't know if you have ever seen this, probably not—but like during the Iraq War when Saddam, the, the, the you know the last one, Saddam had this press secretary. Um, people here called him Baghdad Bob because he um, he insisted
1: Baghdad during war? a press
0: briefing. Baghdad Bob, his okay. name is like Salam al or something like that, and uh, <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> and so yeah, that's his name, and uh, it was he was funny because as american as american troops were like invading the city he kept going into the tv and saying oh he's like there are no american troops here no american troops in baghdad and literally the next photo video the, the next camera shot was american troops in the i think where um what's where um saddam hussein used to live or like the palace or parliament literally it was like hilarious it's like he says they're not there there's like a missile going off in the background it's hilarious and so that's what he said. it's pretty that's what it reminded me of pretty much. It's like, oh no, he everything that we did was great, you know? He pretty much said that he was proud. uh well, he said that Biden was proud of the work they did. But the problem wow. were that it was Trump's fault. So I'm like, wait a second. So this is it. Like it's first of all, Biden's proud that thirteen soldiers died, even though it was preventable because as we learned in the House committee, a soldier that cried by the way he cried as he testified said those lives could have been saved because i could have shot the suicide bomber but they didn't let me that's insane so biden's proud of that okay is he also proud of let's see the american hostages supposedly he cares about all the interpreters and stuff that helped us in afghanistan over these 20 wasted years yeah right and then is he proud of the fact that he left at the taliban with Eighty-five billion dollars worth of equipment, which they're selling to Russia. Oh, that was China. less. Holy crap! Yeah, no, yeah, it's eighty-five billion dollars worth of equipment, and they're selling it all. By the way, because they really only need five percent of that equipment. They don't need all of it. Oh
1: yeah, they don't need they don't all. Need all they, the jets. They don't they need, need
0: all, all of the humvees. They only need a little bit. Because... Might
1: as well sell. Might as well sell most of them. Get whatever money. Yeah, can. they're
0: selling all of it because they're like, wait, I can sell this to Russia. I can sell it to Iran. I can sell it probably to the Palestinians, Hamas, Hezbollah. I can sell to a bunch of people who want it. I can sell on the black market and make tons of money because it's brand new stuff. It's not like stuff like the Russians have from like 1980. This is brand new stuff that Donald Trump made sure they had over there. I mean, we saw all the photos. Mm-hmm. And then that that's part of the interview. We'll talk about that interview later. And then is he also proud of the fact that there were Afghans like falling from planes and oh, chasing oh, those, those, Yeah,
1: those were... Really Was
0: he, is he proud of that? Because And the worst part is that when he was was asked about all that, Kirby said, oh, I didn't see that from my perch. Well, of course you didn't see it from your perch. Your perch is in Washington, D.C., where you guys see nothing. It's, again, what we keep talking about. It's people who are committed to an ideology and do things on the basis of an ideology of which they'll never suffer the consequences. They don't suffer the consequences of high crime, uh, low bail or no bail posted. They don't don't suffer those consequences because they live in posh, metropolitan or suburban neighborhoods with gated communities. They don't suffer from the mass immigration because guess what? No one's coming up to their jobs. You know what I mean? Right. And so who's the first person that gets that gets blank? It's Donald Trump. So they want to have it both ways. They want to say that anything bad is Trump's fault. And anything good that we did is cause I'm proud of it. I'm so proud of the work we did. The work he did, it was a mess.
1: Do you think that um the whole withdrawal with Afghanistan, do you think that Biden thought that maybe he what he did was a good deed for us to get out of that war or did he really did he really expect that all that was going to happen because i think if i can remember i think the general and then some of his administration said don't do it it's not going to look good don't pull out and now remember it's
0: that that. constant like struggle between the neocons and the liberals and the warhawk democrats which is most of them they're all Especially the entrenched politicians. Remember, Joe Biden voted for this war. He's old enough that he was a senator when this war began. He all, he voted for all of this. They all voted for Afghanistan and Iraq. They don't. They never wanted to leave. Remember when Trump was president and Jim Mattis, who's the defense secretary, I think uh, HR McMaster, the security advisor, was t- they were telling Trump that, "Oh, you can't leave Syria." They don't. He they they fought him over the soldiers leaving Iraq and Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. They fought him because they thought we had to be there forever, pretty much. And Trump's saying, no, we can't be here forever. We've, we're we wasting money. We're wasting lives. What's the point? You got to get out. I think they knew it would go badly because I can remember in that summer, and I wrote an article about that on the, the Substack then, uh, pretty much that they were reports that the soldiers reportedly trained. Like the soldiers were, first of all, they were illiterate. The military was literally having to te- teach African soldiers how to read and understand numbers. That's how bad they were they didn't know how to do that they Mm -hmm. wouldn't they couldn't they didn't know how to use firearms of course it's not a it's gonna it's not a gun-owning culture and then the second more alarming thing is that they were engaged in this thing that they do in Afghanistan where these tribes they they buy little boys and make them cross-dress so they can dance yeah look into that later they call call it something specific
1: and pretty much the military was
0: yeah (laughs) no you all I'll, I'll I'll send the link and I'll add one so you can see that.
1: Oh, great! Thanks.
0: Well, not the videos, but the article, and um, pretty much like what your what your boyfriend Dilly Mulvaney does, like dancing on TikToks. Well, that's what they had little thirteen year old boys cross dress because it's something cultural for them. Like instead, yeah. So guys, the I, so
1: it's everyone who's watching. this, is not my boyfriend. He's just being no. A
0: we established it in the per- previous episode. You love him. That's your boo. That you love him. You just bought a Nike sports bra. All right. So. You having fun? Yes, I'm a a lot of fun. So much fun. And um, no, but he knew this was going to happen. They all knew this was going to happen because he was committed to getting the hell out of there no matter what because he wanted to. This is the point. See, he's not doing this because he thinks the war in Afghanistan is bad. He doesn't care. What he wants is to keep a campaign promise no matter the cost. So at the end of the day, he's going to say, oh, yeah, but I got you guys out of there, remember? Remember, I told you I was gonna. Yeah, do it so I it's like, so, so it's like he's saying he that, oh, care. whatever
1: I did was a good deed. I did it so then, so then none of our soldiers can die anymore, and then we had to get them out. But, but it's like, it's like my thing is also with Trump. Like, he did have a plan in on how to get yeah. everyone out. But would it be the same result, except the whole uh, leaving our military behind? Now
0: this is the point. I don't think Donald Trump, and he said that in the Tucker Trump interview, we'll get to that later, pretty much, he was pretty much fighting people in the military, like the Joint Chief of Staff, Mark Milley, saying that the the, the general was saying, oh, it's cheaper to leave everything there. And he's saying, do you really think it's cheaper? All it needs is a planet, is, is gas, and we can send it somewhere else. It doesn't have to come back home. We can send it to a military base in Turkey, or in Iraq, or just somewhere else. You can go to Pakistan, but and i loved hearing that interview liberals say it's, he's insane but that's because they're they're insane so of course anything that's not what they want is insane but i thought it was fantastic i think he's trump really has a good grasp of major of the big picture in terms of foreign policy we'll talk about that later but i have a lot of confidence that he would have done the right thing it's just that he seems that when it comes to foreign policy for me he just has the right touch he just understands the big picture and so Sometimes, like, you know, neocons are like, oh, but he doesn't get the minute details. He doesn't know that in 1972, he doesn't need to know that. He doesn't need to know about 1972. He just needs to know about that. We have an enemy, it's China, and we have to do everything in our in our case, in our position to deter them. And I think that's the point. See, hmm. at, when we were with Trump, there was deterrence. The Afghans were never, the Taliban was never going to invade because they knew as soon as they mis- they made a misstep, we would be back there bombing the hell out of them. Right. That's what they knew. They knew there was someone there that would stop them from doing bad things. Same thing with Iran, same thing with Hezbollah, Hamas, all the other ones. They knew it.
1: Hezbollah. They
0: said, that guy is crazy. That guy's crazy. Now, I don't know what he's gonna do. And I'm gonna mention some things that I heard in an interview that I thought were so fascinating. I mean, he's a great storyteller, by the way. He might be exaggerating, but no, I'm, <laughs> he isn't and he's not because he's 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 mentioning events that happened that we know are verifiable and Tucker was kind of amazed. But um what I what I got from this is the Democrats always want to have it both ways. They want to be able to say nothing's our fault and it's his fault. It reminds me of Obama like in 2015 pretty much blaming everything that bad that happened during his administration mm-hmm. on George Bush even though it had been like 7 years since Bush was president. He was like, "Why? Oh, are we, really? Why is there ISIS? <laughs> oh, that's George. That's Bush's fault. He created this whole mess. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the economy slow. That's George Bush's fault. That's not my fault. What are you talking about? That's not my fault. It's this whole double standard. It's like nothing's my fault. Everything's my predecessor's fault. And I don't remember George. I mean, this is like a new phenomenon now that presidents just blame the pre the predecessor. Now, like these last three, like I get Trump blaming Obama. Like you know, Obama, I blame him. He was shitty." He was a terrible president. Biden's horrible. Blame him. When he gets out, let's blame everything bad is his fault, pretty much. But the, the, I don't remember I don't remember nine eleven happening and then George Bush the next month saying, Oh, you know what? That was uh Clinton's fault.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that you won't blame no, Clinton for no, anything. I don't remember
0: that. I, I never saw Bill Clinton say, Oh, you know that oh the the uh The Kosovo and uh, the Northern Ireland, oh, that that's uh, that's George H. W. Bush's fault or Ronald Reagan's fault. That that's not my fault. That that's, I mean, I don't remember. I mean, Ronald Reagan didn't say that the the Iran hostages were were Jimmy Carter's fault. He didn't say, oh, he's responsible for it. That that's happening because because that that's his fault that it happened. No, he said that this president is weak and this is the reason it's happening. We're not respected. He's not blaming him directly and saying it's his fault that this happened because this. No. Well, what's well. well, a, well it's, uh, funny. it's funny.
1: It's funny. It's not even the first time they're doing this. Uh, apparently, uh, let's see, let's check on the list. Um, it's Trump's fault. Uh, with the whole withdrawal stuff, it's Trump's fault that we got inflation. It's Trump. It's Trump's fault that we got coronavirus. Uh, it's Trump's fault that he's just orange. Uh,
0: what it's else? Trump's fault that it's Trump's fault that Biden fell off that bike. What? He fell yeah, off yeah the stairs, it's Trump's fault that I fell off the stairs. It's Trump's fault I fell off the girls. bike. It's
1: it's Trump's fault that went to Jeffrey Epstein's Island. Yeah, it's Oh, Trump's fall oh, fall oh shit, down. I shit, I broke the wall, I broke the wall, shouldn't I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> have
0: said that? <laughs> right, well this is getting cancelled. No, but they want to have it both ways. They want to eat their cake they want to have it both ways. It's just so ridiculous. It's They want to have their cake and eat it too. It's You can't do it that way. And this is what brings me to the next topic. The same thing is happening with Justice Thomas. So Justice Thomas reportedly came out these articles came out that It is the New York Times, the Washington Post. Uh, He was taking, he was going on these vacations paid by a conservative billionaire who's an activist, uh, who's pretty much who's fighting for conservative causes. All right. What? (laughs) No, that that's that's there's a there's a there's a conservative who's wealthy. I think he's a billionaire who financed Justice Thomas's vacations with his wife, so Jeannie Thomas and Clarence Thomas. They went on vacations and they were paid for by this conservative billionaire, a billionaire who's conservative leaning.
1: What's what's the name?
0: I have to get the name, but that that's that's the allegation. That's what's in the news article, and so Democrats are saying, especially the ones in the House, people like Rokana, uh, AOC, they're saying we have to impeach him now, now. No, nah, they they're just so, they are just they really want him out so bad. No, no, they definitely want they him. Really they really want they, him so there. bad. Because so, they,
1: they know that he's, he's, he's pretty it's strong. It's a Texas there.
0: billionaire who who's a real estate magnate. Uh, the guy's name is Harlan Crow. He's a billionaire. He does uh, real estate. And he's a major donor to the GOP. And for 20 years, apparently, he, he was long on vacations financed by this guy. Okay. Now, this isn't, by the way, this isn't the first time that uh, Supreme Court justices have been criticized for hanging out with political people. I remember Scalia was criticized for hanging out with like Dick Cheney and they would go shooting with a group of Republican senators and congressmen and people like that. It's not the first time, but here's the double standard. So if Justice Thomas is being financed or he's getting vacations with a con- paid for by a conservative billionaire, okay. So where's the outrage for Gavin Newsom's political career being financed and started by the Getty family? Mm-hmm. You don't know who the Getty family is? The Getty family are oil magnets. They own the Getty Oil Company, which is gasoline, which is oil, fossil fuels. Wait a second. Fossil fuels democrat oh. But don't they hate that though? I thought you hated that. I thought you didn't like, I thought you wanted to get rid of of fossil fuels and oil and big and big gas. But Gavin Newsom, who's going to be the face of the party by the way in 2028, He's gonna be a leading contender for the election. Now, Kamala, it's gonna be him. This man's political career was started by billionaires. Started by billionaires. Mm-hmm. There was an article a couple of years I read in the L.A. Times, pretty much outlining the hundreds of thousands of dollars Gavin Newsom has taken from the Getty family, from the Pritzker family, who uh, they do hotels and stuff. One of the Pritzkers is, the, you know, the governor of Illinois, the Chris Christie 2.0. Oh yeah, what yeah. was the name again? Jay Jb Pritzker, J Jb Pritzker, he's a billionaire, but he's also a Democrat. Isn't that funny? You can't be a billionaire and a Republican, but you can be a billionaire and a Democrat. It's okay, that's fine. We're okay with that. But if you want to be a billionaire and you're a Republican, that's not good. And if when you want when to did he? Fun, when did Gavin Newsom start uh, serving? In the nineties, he was the mayor. He started out. I think he was a prosecutor, and then he then he was a mayor. He was a mayor of San Francisco, just like uh, Diane Feinstein. And then he became uh he, he just rose up the ranks, yeah, his net worth is 20 more oh, than 20, no. 20 million. No, yeah, no, he's wealthy. Remember, Gavin Newsom is not the kid from 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 uh from the south side of, of Chicago or like some some neighborhood in, in l a. He's from san- he's from the San Francisco elite. Mm-hmm, his mm, father yeah. was a big time judge, Bill Newsom. He was a big time judge in that area, so he's not a kid that comes from the scraps from the from the ghetto. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In, in California, he's a, he was involved in circles that were wealthy and liberal. and so. But this is the double standard. So Clarence Thomas can't go on vacations paid for by a Republican, but Gavin Newsom can, go, can, get, can get his entire political career funded by oil barons, pretty much, and billionaires, which Democrats hate. And Barack Obama can go to the... Every summer, every summer when he was president, Barack Obama just—he couldn't wait to go to Martha's Vineyard. Wait, who lives on Martha's Vineyard again? Oh yeah, the billionaires. <laughs> when did they go to Martha's Vineyard? Because, by the way, Martha Martha's Vineyard is like Wildwood in New Jersey—not as wealthy, but it's like that. It's seasonal. It's in the summer only. Did, so it, did um, Oprah Winfrey who's... used to
1: live there, or is she still? They all live there. there. They all live oh, okay. there. Right.
0: So who's there in the summer on an island where, where there are wealthy people, and Barack Obama shows up? Wait billionaires. But I thought you guys didn't like that. So that's that's a problem. That's a problem, but that's not a problem, but Justice Thomas is a problem. Okay, yeah. I see. There's no double standard. It's okay. So it's it's like uh what it's like what we talked about in an episode last time. It's it's we're gonna get our ideology put in place through the back door, no matter what. No means necessary. It doesn't matter if we break every rule. It doesn't matter if we if we have no principles, doesn't matter if I have principles, but if it doesn't work, I'll get another set of principles. It doesn't matter. I'll move on. I mean, go back to I did something a couple weeks ago. I went to a video of the Democratic Party Convention in 1996. Democrats were literally Republicans. They sounded like Republicans. I mean, they were Hillary, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Bill Clinton. They were out there literally railing against illegal immigration. They were saying, we're going to secure the border, and we're going to build a, a fence, and we're going to secure it, and we're going to stop the illegal trespassing of people into this country. They were—that's literally a Republican line. Why visit them now? Oh, I mean, look at them—they're disgusting. Man, they're really and desperate so, for votes, and so it's the double standard. Though I can do—I can change, I can flip flop, I can be—I can go to South. I can—it's like I can—it's like Hillary Clinton. I can go to the South, have a Southern accent, and then forget about it, and no one's going to make fun of me. But if you do that, I'm going to make fun of you and I'm going to point you out in the media. It's a double standard. So whatever you do, you can't do it, but I can do it. So Joe Biden can, go, can get money from China. He can fundraise. He can have a fake think tank with the University of Pennsylvania that's in Washington, though, and they don't actually do anything of importance. Joe, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jim Biden, I think, is Joe Biden's brother. He can go and pretty much tell people that, oh, you know, my brother's president. I'm an attorney in Florida. You know, if you have a case, you can bring it here. Oh, he can do that. That's fine. That's fine. That's not a problem. But if uh, what Jared Kushner brokers a deal with the with the with the Middle East and somehow his companies make money, that's a problem. That's a problem. The mere allegation. But when we have proof that Joe Biden does it, that, oh, that's not a problem. What are you talking about? That's that's how it works. Like, what are you talking about? Right, no, it's a double standard. They don't. There's no, there's no accountability. There's no, there's no principles, and, and I don't know how long we can be like this as a country where Republicans have to be the ones who take it. They wait, wait, hold
1: on. hold on. Oh, one, one. Okay, I just want to point this out real quick. How is um Clarence Thomas's net worth one million dollars? Well, how
0: is Nancy Pelosi's net worth? Well, one twenty million. He's been there. He's been there for over 20 years. Supreme Court justices get paid around almost $200,000 a year. 200, yeah. So yeah, so, so it, add that up over time. What, what you can explain is how does Barack Obama enter the presidency at less than a... He's not a millionaire, but when he's not president, after he's president, he has three homes yeah. and he's a multimillionaire. Yeah, I think he's $80 million right Yeah, now. they're extremely wealthy. But Donald Trump, who's supposedly corrupt and stole money... He enters a billionaire around like, what, seven, eight billion? He was a seven billion and two. then
1: now he's, yeah, he's around three he's billion around dollars. Okay. That, that. that makes, it makes no sense though. Like how is, oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's how you know. That is how you know.
0: No, I, I get it. Why it's a million? Because if you're there for a long time, look, salaries are high. I don't think they spend a lot. So you can estimate that he yeah. has a month, enough money. Also remember, net worth also includes your home. I'm sure he has a big house. So that net worth is included in what you own. So his house is probably big. He probably owns it. You know, so look, I get that part. Do I think he's getting money cutbacks? I don't think so. I don't think any of them are. I think it's just the double standard of you can't do this, but we can do that. And if we get caught, we won't get in trouble because that's fine. But if you do it, you have to be you have to be impeached. And you have to be destroyed. No, they're not to destroy him. This isn't a conversation like you could have like back in 2002 yeah, this is or 1993. Stuff, yeah. this, isn't, this isn't that we're going to have a, a conversation on Capitol Hill to see whether it's bad, why it's bad, if it happened or not. They're saying the mere allegation of that fact that it's in the New York Times, that's a crime. We have to get rid of him. We're going to destroy him and cancel him. And he can never be a viable person in society because he's committed crimes that we would never do. But by the way, you guys do them all the time. So let's not let's not uh
1: Um did you what mention when did he um took this vacation It's been happening for years apparently
0: according to the report they're saying for 20 years
1: <laughs> Good luck to them with these evidence that they're finding honestly No
0: yeah, that's
1: the thing you can't trust anything in the media anymore You really can and It's
0: not our fault it's their fault Because of so much that they've done over the years they've eliminated their own credibility and then question us why we don't believe them Well look in the mirror dumbasses you did it to yourself yeah, so it's, so it's, many it's, it's really
1: stupid, aren't these the same people that said that he wants to destroy um, interracial marriage? Or, um, yeah, when I, his I wife is that. when his wife is white and he's black.
0: Exactly, exactly. It's like it's so. These stupid. are the you know, same they, people
1: that are saying that he took billions of dollars from a billionaire. These are you know, the same people for a luxury apartment uh, for a luxury vacation.
0: These are the same people that said our government's not spying on us. The same people that said we were winning in Afghanistan for 20 years. The same people that said that Russia blew up the Nord Stream Pipeline, which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. The same people that invented the Russia hoax. Oh yeah, is not the, the Russia? People... Yeah. I mean, I could go on and on on all the things the media have said over the years. And yet, we're supposed to believe them every time they say something? Of course not. And no sane person would. We're not cynical. We just look at what's happened and say, stupid. Why would we believe you if you get everything wrong? The media is the, the boy who cried wolf. The boy who 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 yells his pronouns. That's it. That's what they are now. That's what they are now. All right. So we're gonna go on a quick break, because I think we were are pretty much out of time on these first two segments. When we come back, we'll look and we're gonna talk about that uh, fantastic, if you ask me, but if you ask liberals, insane. His most insane outrage of Donald Trump and Tucker. Great interview. All right, so we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna go on a short break. And we're going to
1: talk about that next all right? hey what's up guys it's katie here uh before we get into the uh, second part of our segment uh i just want to let you guys know that i'm also running a gaming channel um i'm gonna put the link down the uh description down below so if you guys aren't like you know into the whole mood of politics you can always enjoy the whole part of the gaming uh world you know, uh, I. I usually tend to do a little bit more comedy into the No, no walkthroughs, the gameplays. Um, maybe in the future, I'll do that. But if you guys are down, um, if you guys are a huge fan of gaming, uh, just go down the description below, uh, hit the link button, and you guys can check out my gaming channel. Uh, thank you, guys.
0: And we're back. This is part two of For the Republic. You can check us out again everywhere you can get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, iHeartRadio, everywhere you get your podcasts. You can check us out on Patreon, too, at patreon.com slash four, the number four, the Republic. We're going to have the link and everything in the description below. All right, so there was an exclusive interview this week on Tuesday. It came out on Tuesday. It's coming, coming out in parts. I watched the whole thing. Trump and Tucker exclusive interview, his first interview with somebody since the, uh, Arraignment apparently in New York. Um, now, I thought it would be more about the, um, the the legal system and him getting sued and all the lawsuits. Tr- Tucker did too. All of a sudden, it turned into a discussion of foreign policy, and I thought that was fantastic, truly fantastic. I think outside of the economy, that's the best thing that Trump does. The best thing Trump talks about is foreign policy because he gets the big picture. He goes out and he says, the, our, "Our biggest enemies are China. They're going to take Iran Euro- They want to take Taiwan." And Biden and his lack of courage and the fact that he doesn't have any deterrence is making China want to do it. I don't know if you saw this week, China was pretty much doing military exercises and had like ships literally going around the island, shooting bombs, missiles, just you know practicing.
1: As uh, so we know, That's the
0: war coming. Yeah, that's another war coming in. Again, we talked about this, I think, the last time on the Patreon, which you should check out. Um, I really think that if Biden's president still... I think if, they, if the Chinese think Trump's going to be president soon, I think they'll just go ahead and do it. And I don't think the Taiwanese are going to put any resistance up. Because I think they're going to say, this guy in Washington, Biden, does not have our back. And he's just going to let us... Like, in public, he'll say something, but behind the closed doors, he'll be like, do you guys really want to fight? Like they have a bigger army. You guys aren't that big. I mean, they're a small island if you look at them on the map. They're oh tall. yeah, they are.
1: I think they're I high. think I think they're the uh, same size as uh, Israel, I
0: believe. Yeah, tiny, small. Yeah, I mean, not big. Small. And so they're they're not the size of Ukraine. I mean, economically they're important because Taiwan has a lot of businesses, especially chip conductors and stuff like that. Like producing so companies that produce things for technologies, mid chips precious metals, stuff like that. So they, they do build and assemble a lot of stuff there. I mean, you can even get auto parts, tires, and a lot of stuff comes from Taiwan. So it's not, it's not, as, economically, I think it's a bigger player than Ukraine. I think it means more to the more than Ukraine, but I, I really don't think Biden's going to do anything to defend them. And so Trump went on this whole, you know, spiel about, you know, the hoax, and Russia hoax, He talked about North Korea. He went into Iran, talked a lot about China, talked about Putin. Um, I guess I want to stay domestic before we go on the um the uh foreign policy route, which dominated most of the conversation mm-hmm. uh, he mentioned fascinating I don't hey. know if you heard that part
1: dude you're 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 lagging gun. you you broke up and so saw... all
0: right uh so go back to like
1: two cents before.
0: I don't. I don't know if you heard the part in the interview where Trump was saying that uh, he gets along with Gavin Newsom. Yes, that I found Tucker found that like insane. Like he said, you really did, and uh, I kind of find that fascinating because I remember for a while um, he and Cuomo were getting along during the pandemic. If you remember that in the beginning, where Cuomo was saying, "Oh, you know, he's helping me out and everything. He's doing a great job."
1: I think he did something about Cuomo.
0: Yeah, he, he almost said that about Trump. He did. He said they were getting they were getting along, and then things. Oh happened. yeah,
1: with with the uh, I think Trump brought in the uh, yeah yeah. I think yeah. he brought in like hospital beds and like in the navy, yeah, he did, navy uh, he ship something much, like that.
0: Yeah, you know, and Cuomo gave him his props. And I remember Gavin. Well, Trump was saying that he and Gavin got along because every time Gavin would he would talk with Gavin, uh, Gavin Newsom would be really polite. He's saying, "Oh, you're doing a great job, sir. Uh, thank you for helping out. You're Doing a great, you know, everything's good," which is hilarious because really? like well, yeah, that, that according to Trump. I didn't Tucker, really, yeah, um, I
1: didn't really expect that from him. Uh, from, uh, Tucker was Gavin.
0: just uh, kind of laughing and saying, "Wow, that's that's crazy because you would never expect it." He's going to be. Oh, I
1: wouldn't expect that either.
0: He's the next face of the Democratic Party. Like, why would he say all that? But hey, that's probably just behind the scenes to get along. He probably just wanted to sugar him up just to, just to you know, be on his good side if he ever needed anything like money. You know, for, for, he needs like, to be careful. Yeah, well, you know, and so that was funny and. Yeah, you know, I thought he was going to mention Ron DeSantis at one point. He didn't. He just said that he was really good for the governors, which was honestly
1: uh, that's good. It, it's good yeah. that he doesn't that he didn't bring uh, yeah, Ron up because honestly, some some conservatives, some conservatives kind of turn off with the whole idea of Trump talking about Ron, either if it's you know if it's bad, you know, I don't like the idea.
0: Just yeah, like, it's stupid though. Yeah. But you know why it's stupid though? Because when Nikki Haley comes out and says anything, or when another Republican like Jeb Bush or M- or McCain or Romney come out, they don't say anything. Or no, Chris
1: it's, Chris like, Chris it's, like, said, it's like it's like so don't stupid. it's like don't don't come out every day no, talking about yeah, it Ron. It it's like let that let that go. Talk about the bigger issues, and then yeah. and then you, you you'll you'll get it. Like trust me.
0: Yes, exactly. Because especially Tucker's audience is huge. Like he's the number one show on news. Mm-hmm. At that hour, like he's the number one show, so you you have a huge audience right there, including Democrats. By the way, Democrats watch him for some reason. Really, he, he gets a huge range of people, and it was so funny watching the reactions of people like the Young Turks or like um uh Destiny or the other ones. There's an old name, uh, Adam something. He's on YouTube. He's not, those the liberals on YouTube, pretty much saying Trump at his most unhinged version of himself. Trump got insane. <laughs> the craziest Trump interview. You, you've heard yet? It's like, what are you talking about? He just outlined very closely a very, very good particular set of issues that he can tackle, like the rise of China. He he's mentioning things no other candidates mentioning, which is a great critique, by the way, for Ron DeSantis. Ron mm. DeSantis thinks he can win by just focusing on culture war issues, like don't say gay, anti-Disney. Uh, we're gonna not teach the CRT. But where's the economic policies? Because everything I hear about people when they say they're on the Sands is he kept Florida open during COVID. Okay. What else? I'm I'm uh, keeping else? gays out of the kids. <laughs> yes, but what else? Is that it? That's not that's not a national agenda. <laughs> but when Trump says what comes out and says, Hey, the dollar's under attack because there's these these companies like Brazil, Colombia, there are countries around the world that are not US friendly. And we have to watch out. And he says things like, why is, Fran- why, is the- why is Macron in France going to China and pretty much saying that he's- that the European Union should be neutral when it comes to Taiwan?
1: Mm-hmm. Neutral?
0: What does the little boy think? We pay for his defense and he's going to say they're going to be neutral? No, you're going to do what we tell you to do, little boy. What the hell is he talking about? He can't even get his own country in, in shape. Look at all the protests they're doing. Right. And by the way, just to get on that note real quick before, they're only protesting because they don't want to work until they're 65. The French retirement age is 62. That's why they're protesting. They're not protesting because of civil liberties. They're not protesting because of uh, anti-freedom uh, freedom of the press, freedom of speech, uh, anything that we would protest for. They're not protesting for that. They're angry that they're being asked to work three more years because they can't afford it. Or as Joe Biden could say, they can't afford it. They can't afford so they can't afford to pay all the entitlements they have. They have a huge social safe uh, social safety net program, huge social programs yeah. that are expensive. Yeah, I, I don't know I don't problem.
1: know. If, I don't know if you've been noticing, but it's it's really wild up there. I oh, think, yeah, no, I the think friends, yeah, I think yeah. there I think there are some kind of like Paris headquarters and uh and I think a few people were holding a big sign that says uh something about revolution. It's like wow, yeah, the French gonna be
0: pushed no, the French. The French are not good at revolutions. They should stop.
1: <laughs> why do you say that? They stop.
0: They're not good. Last time we had a revolution in France, things didn't end up well. That's why we had the guillotine. remember? We don't want that. Please stop. <laughs> don't do this. Yeah. This isn't 1793. Do you know what happened? Do you want Napoleon to show up out of nowhere? I don't think you do because you guys didn't want that after a while.
1: yeah. Even reasons. though it really
0: worked out for you guys for a couple years. It worked for a while.
1: He's, the, he's a small guy, but he's pretty brutal.
0: Yeah, well he wasn't that short. That's also another myth. He was like he was like five six or something. Five seven. I That's short to <laughs> me. Uh, bro, you're like five four. Uh never mind. I'm not even five four, shut up. Alright, 5'5. But anyways, no, it's like they're just being ridiculous. It's remember, that country also has another problem. They don't have the, the French the average French family isn't having two point one two point five kids per household.
1: They're right. not having a lot of
0: kids. There aren't a lot of French Young boys out there and young girls out there, doing all this, you know, working and joining the workforce. Yeah, it looks they're more. Having it, population problems. Yeah, yeah, they're having population problems, and everyone's moving out of there because of globalization. So nobody's in France. Nobody's in these countries. Remember, remember what Hungary's doing, where they're having people literally—they're paying people to have kids because they have a problem. They know they have a problem. They have an older, they have an old population. That's so people in France are saying, "Hey." We're getting older. We've been working all these years and the government's told us that they, they promised us that if we get to 65, we can work, we can retire and get all of our benefits. All of a sudden, this guy wants to uh, take them away. And Macron hasn't been the best president they've had. So obviously he has like no, he doesn't have any leverage. So that's another problem. But I hear people saying about don't mess with the French when they revolutionize. Yeah, because they kill people and it's not fun. All right. The French Revolution was not good. It was the spark that led. Do people realize that the, the that the French Revolution is the most loved revolution by the by the by the Marxists before the Russian Revolution? They love it because it was all about mass radical equality. I mean, if you study it and you look back at the things that were discussed, they were talking about abolishing property rights. The imagine abolishing the right to property. That's what the, was was being discussed in the French Revolution. There was no due process. If you were guilty of being a supporter of the monarchy or of the regime, to be guilty and you went, there was no court. There was no freedom of the press. You were sent the guilty. Oh, you like the king? Guilty. <laughs> oh, you, you were in the French army and you were close to the... Oh, guilty. You're rich? Guilty. Guilty. You count? Oh, Guilt? No. Guilty. You looked back? No. You blinked? Guilty. Guilty. That's like that Parks and Rec. Go to jail. Guilty. You make a sweater? Go to jail. <laughs> just like that it was like that so i hear these people saying don't mess with france please please stop please stop don't do this last time we had a revolution things didn't add the you want the next Karl marx to come out and write a book about how much that was great and i'm like, oh i loved it that was a great revolution you know no we should we need more american revolutions That's what we need that's exactly what we need
1: wow uh, apparently apparently, about 80,000 protesters took to the streets of Paris with demonstrations in 200 more French cities. Yeah, we're fucked. Yeah, no, everyone's dying.
0: The guillotine's coming out.
1: 80,000 protesters, what the fuck? Yeah.
0: Well, Bridget Macron, the 70-year-old pedophile, should, can't, shouldn't come out next time and say, eh, You can you, you, just have some cake. <laughs> Don't ever do that again. <laughs> Uh, you need to have... To eat, eat some cake, please. So I don't like, think uh, they Marie sound like Antoinette. that. <laughs> like Marie Antoinette. She probably does sound like... Well, she's like 70 years old. She's like... She's as old as Donald Trump, so... You're gonna fend the shit out of them. And? Nah, French people love me, man. It's okay. They know. They know. <laughs> they know me. They know me. They know me. We have a huge French following. Whatever you say. Huge French fan... Fandom, right? I mean, right so...
1: so uh, okay, so... What's... What's Macron's next big Like, what's his next plan?
0: Like, is he gonna do anything about this? Or... Like, I don't know. He's probably just gonna fold up and do nothing. I don't really care about him. What I care about is Trump and Tucker. And uh, I'll just go back to that because Macron. I, I yeah. really don't want to <laughs> waste time on him. But he's kind of done. He's finished. He doesn't have any political capital. I think he's done. By the way, being president, <laughs> you know, I think he's out.
1: You know what's so funny about um, the interview uh, with uh, Carlson and and Trump? I I think I think Trump was talking about his uh, visit with uh North Korea, and I think Tucker was was there yeah and then uh trump was talking about how um you almost gave them a hard time or something and then but it's, okay. it's okay but what what was he talking about like what what did the, yeah, what did yeah. he do? got
0: aggressive with the north koreans because they were being aggressive with american reporters and i think tucker didn't want to take it so i think he shoved like a north korean person <laughs>
1: north korean, Yo, like, actually, and, um... he is asking to be hanged man get
0: well, you know they can't really do anything if if the if the government there. So <laughs> I think I think I remember. Did, well, they showed a clip. It was like um, they showed a clip of, of him there where he had a problem. <laughs> no, it was um, it was it was yeah, it was I a can't... funny moment. It was like you know you caused me some problems. Like oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: yeah, he, he was like oh, I'm sorry. I can't imagine Tucker doing that because he he looks like he looks like one of those lovable guys, but like. I, there was another part where um he just kept looking at Trump while Trump was just rambling about um yeah, Russia that's
0: how he does he just has like his mouth is, like, slightly <laughs> yeah it like, like uh, oh, oh, oh oh okay, oh it's like, he just laughed. I was like oh yo his laugh is funny as hell, man it's hilarious yeah no, and um yeah, but yeah, it was a great interview by the way, because I think what I loved about it was that trump uh, Tucker didn't expect any of this conversation to happen. I mean, they talked about the dollar, they talked about the, econ- the global economy, they talked about China, they talked about Taiwan, Ukraine, they talked about the Nord Stream. I think I think that this he's, he's doing what he did in 2016. Make the media and make people talk about the topics that aren't being talked about that are actually important. Like yes. in 2016, when he talked about immigration, nobody, and I remember this because I paid close attention, nobody was playing talking about immigration or a wall before Donald Trump was nobody they were talking about amnesty they were talking about DACA they were talking about stupid stuff they were not Daca. talking about they were not talking about a wall or, or true immigration policy to enforce the border laws and kick people out nobody was
1: I feel nobody like was. I feel like if Trump would have bring that would bring that 2016 Trump into this election
0: He's. I think he's starting to do it. I think he's really. He needs to. to. It's just like no he other way. It's like he needs to. And I think he's. He's getting. He's. He's just getting started. Honestly, he's getting like. Like done. we don't.
1: We don't need the twenty twenty Trump. or no, 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 the no. twenty sixteen. That's, that's what really
0: got him over. That's what got him in there. That's that's what got him in there. And look, uh, I really loved also the other point. He has this keen political instinct that I just love to see in a president because he's. It's somebody that's not beholden to consultants. Or influencers, like, not not the influencers that you know now, but the people that are, like, from the think tanks, from the advocate groups, from lobbying groups, that tell them what he should say. No, he knows what he's doing. It's him. It's not someone behind him telling him what to say. It's him. So uh, Tucker asked him about um, Biden's age. And Trump did, like, such a great job pretty much saying, you know, I'm not going to talk about that. But it's not that I think he's too old. I just think that his brain is fried. Because he mentioned Bernie Sanders. Like, Bernie Sanders is, like, a year older than him. But he's, like, completely sane. Like, Bernie Sanders is sharp. And I hear, I've hear i heard Bernie Sanders speak. He's, like, he's older than Biden. But his mind still... Yeah, he just sounds like that because he's, like, from Vermont. Well, he's actually from Brooklyn, he's, and he's Jewish. But, you know, but his mind is in the right place. Like, mm-hmm. he's not talking about pushing out Easter eggs out of somewhere. Right, or right. that he's going to sniff some... He, Today, he said, uh, we're going to lick the world together. I don't understand how that meant. I mean, and then. uh, Well, let's 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 think about it. What does it mean by that? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't even want to think about that. No, it's so stupid. And so, um, no. But um, see, now you made me lose my train of thought. (laughs) talking about licking people you're, you're about dude
1: people. like what are these people doing it's like one's talking about taking the egg out of the asshole
0: the other one's talking about licking the world it's like what? <laughs> yo he needs an ice cream cone that's what he meant he's, he's running low on ice cream
1: oh my god it's so
0: these stupid. Politicians but trump's the boring. only one that mentions these topics and can do things without and so he's talking about the age thing and he says this is what i love he says you know what I think they're only saying the age thing because I'm only a couple years younger than Biden. <laughs> and Trump is like 75, so he's only a couple years younger than Biden. And his point is, when they say Biden's too old, what they're really saying, they really want to make that about me too. Because they want, they're saying that I'm too old. But look at me, look at Bernie. Uh, he mentioned the co-founder of uh, Home Depot. He's like 96. Uh, wow. And he's like sharp as hell. He goes on C N B C and Fox business sometimes. And I've heard him speak. He's sharp. He knows what he's talking about. Like uh, Trump said I met with him last week and he's and he's and he sounds like he's eighty or seventy. Like he sounds good. Yeah.
1: Pride. I, I don't I don't like the whole fact that um people are saying that we shouldn't have old politicians running for um office. That's not the point. I mean like that's I, not the point. No. It's, it's like it's like I said like 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 when you when people. you get when you get older you get wiser. You know, but it just depends on the person. On exactly how, me- how mentally good he is. Biden is not mentally
0: fit. And the policies too. You it's can,
1: not that his his brain is fried. If he you has horrible policies. If you meet a hundred year old veteran, I bet you he can speak way better than than Biden. It just depends on who
0: you know who it is. It's a Biden doesn't is not he's not there mentally. No, he was never there mentally, and his policies are terrible. Yeah. That's the point. Because guess what? There are people that are young. Yeah, wasn't yeah, it's he was, not even a smart politics like no. that. No. There's people that are young and stupid. Look at AOC. She's stupid and young. It's like, what are you talking about? We need young politicians. You want? I don't AOC? Know. I, I, I don't know if she's stupid. Actually, you know, you yeah, mean, uh, no,
1: no, she, she she's stupid, mean. but she knows what she's saying. But she's just she just bullshitting she, her way.
0: She weight. she she knows she knows half of what she's saying. By the way, uh, no, actually, yeah, yeah, someone some, knows yeah. half of what she's saying. She doesn't know what she's saying when she says that I'm a Hasidic Jew. What? What are you talking about? How are you? All of us? It's like Joe Biden <laughs> saying I was raised by North, by Puerto Ricans. What? <laughs> what what? <laughs> are you talking how? about? <laughs> how? <laughs> exactly how? It's like, what are you talking about? What? Oh, my God. No, it's insane. And so he, he made yeah. that point And then people were making fun of him because he said the biggest threat is nuclear warming. I, I hope people can read between the lines. He says a lot of things between the lines. He's talking about what happens after a nuclear war.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We've gone through wars. We've seen World War I. That was a mess. World War II. Look at photos of Germany in World War II. That was only like 80 years ago, by the way. And guess what? People like you and me were the ones fighting in that war, young men. There were young women being killed, young children being gassed. That's 80 years ago. Those are the same human beings as us. We're no different. And so we need to, he's pretty much laying that out saying, what I really like is that he's the first anti-war Republican president and he's really the first legitimately anti-war president but he's not anti-war like the like the Marxists and progressives are where it's love, war is hatred and love is peace, man. You gotta love everybody. Not that a hippie gypsy type love, love is peace. Not that, not that anti-war. He's the anti-war of saying, We're a strong and powerful country. We have the best nuclear arsenal, we have the best army, but I don't want to put it to use. Because the ahead. things we can do. The things we can do with this technology, and he brags about it. He says, our technology, the things we can do with, and by the way, and he says, and he says, all those new weapons, I made sure we have the best new weapons ever. We have new weapons. Everything's new and up-to-date on the technology. We can do things you couldn't even believe. I have all this power. We, and he says we, that's what I really love. He says we. He includes everybody. It's not just him, it's we. Obama, Bush, they never did that. It's we. Our military, our soldiers, our weapons—they do stuff that nobody can believe. But yeah, I don't want to use it. It's but... it's
1: it's really scary when you think about like this. Like 80 years ago, you have like tanks and air jets, and now we have nuclear bombs. You know, yeah, where, where can you can destroy, you can even destroy half a country or. You know, it's 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 really scary oh, thinking seconds.
0: like this. Yeah. In seconds, yeah. in seconds, we can shoot the missile and it'll be somewhere in twenty minutes. We can literally destroy the earth if we want. To. Yeah, we can destroy the earth if you wanted to. And Trump is saying, we can do that, but we're not going to, because we're strong, and we know the intent. The, the how We know how strong we are, and to show that on the earth, you don't want to do that. So please don't mess with us. It's that form of deterrence saying, look, we're armed to the teeth. Don't mess with us. 'Cause I know how strong I am. And I know how strong you're not. Bro, we so let's not we do this. need that. We need that kind of talk. That's bro. that mindset of saying I love we it. We need that mindset, yo. We really I love do. it because he's anti war because he's saying I hate war because of the things that it does, because of the soldiers that are gonna die, because of the wound the, the, wound, the wounded men. The men, by the way, Dylan Mulvaney. She'll be going. He'll be going out to war. you still so, talking about him? What's wrong with you? Is that your boyfriend? And we have to mention him. No, but I'm just making the point. is that <laughs> it's real men that go out there to war. Like when 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 shit hits the fan, dude. Like in Ukraine, who's going? Who's staying in Ukraine? The men. The men are in Ukraine, not the women. The women are in Europe, going on vacation. They're in Italy, in Spain, in France, London, Equality. America. Yeah, they're not there. Nah, they're this pol-
1: time, this time, that's, if we, we had to go to war, happens. let's put in the uh, the LGBT and the, and the, and and the in the in the feminists up the front, and we
0: stay home. When shit hits the fan, dude, it's Dylan Mulvaney. I'm only saying her. I'm only saying his name because you said her. The fuck? It's it, that's him. <laughs> no, I'm only saying his name because he's like the main face of him now. Like, remember, it used to be like the other people. Right, he's right, the- right. With it. Yeah, so, yeah, pretty much. And he's not a girl. He hasn't done anything. He's not he hasn't transitioned. He just wears a sports bra and and, and, and he's gay. Yeah. That's it. No, but when shit hits fan dude, if you're a man on your by and your ID and you're born a man, guess who's going? And if, if you're an age, guess who's going to that war, my friend? Yeah, he's going. All right. We're going. So Trump understands it and he says, I don't want war because I know you don't want war, and look how strong we are. You mess with us, nobody wants. It, it's not going to end well. And so I love it because it's that gentle giant saying, look, we're so powerful. We don't regret what we've done, but you don't want to mess with us. He's not gentle. He's racist. He's like that gentle giant. It's like, we're big and strong. Don't mess with us because if you do, you're not you're going to regret it. You're going to regret it. And he, he told a story. Um, Xi Jinping went to Mar-a-Lago. Um, Trump says because Xi Jinping wanted to go to Mar-a-Lago. And so a couple of years ago when Trump was. president, uh, That'll be interesting. Xi Jinping went. No, this is a real story. Xi Jinping went to Mar-a-Lago and he was there for several days. Oh, he did. Oh, he did. oh, I, was- I thought you wanted to. Oh, wow. No, it was in 2019. He was there um, and they were having dinner one day and um, Tucker was asking him about Xi Jinping. Like, what is he like? And Trump was saying, no, he's extremely. No, they're all geniuses and they're all tough negotiators. But our guys are stupid. Our guys are weak. They get ripped off by everybody, including France. Everybody. And, um, you know, he said the Chinese are smart, they're organized, every single minute is this, 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 and that. Uh, he would say, do you want to go see the Yankees? Do you want to go see a Broadway play? Have you ever been to Hollywood? And Xi Jinping would say, no, 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 no. I don't know. No. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do No, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, he's there to talk business. Oh, wow. So he, I love yeah, one day. you did go. Wow. Well, so I love one day, um, Trump was telling the story, Xi Jinping went to, uh, was in Mar-a-Lago and they were having dinner. And um, Trump was saying that this was the first time he ever heard that this was when he figured out that Xi Jinping actually speaks English, because it was the only time he ever heard he ever heard him speak English. Um, this was around the same time that Trump uh, um, uh, allowed authorized they uh, fifty-two missiles to strike uh, Syrian uh, military camps and bases in Syria. And the night that happened, he and Xi Jinping were having dinner and um, they were talking, and out of nowhere, Trump says we have just sent 52 missiles to bomb Syria in response to a chemical attack. And he says the first, it was as if everything stopped and Xi Jinping was like, repeat. He looked back to his interpreter and said, repeat in English. Yeah. Like that. And it was that moment where he was like, are you serious? You're telling me that right now? It was as if like, holy shit, this guy means business. He's telling me don't mess with Taiwan because Look, he didn't hear that on the news, on the newspapers. He heard it from the guy himself. Trump is, they're having steak, whatever. Having you know, well, he's having Diet Coke and Xi Jinping's probably drinking champagne or something. <laughs> apparently, so looking at him.
1: apparently, he 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 told he told uh, Xi Jinping uh, that he shot fifty seven missiles as he eating chocolate. missiles
0: as the, as he's eating chocolate cake. I, exactly. Yeah, as <laughs> I can imagine Trump cake. doing that, man. I love it. I shot
1: fifty seven <laughs> missiles, man. No,
0: but he's not saying it like that. He's not saying it like that. Right, right, right. He's right. saying, "Hey, as we're talking right now, I just sent fifty seven missiles to Syria." Right. And I'm bombing the shit out of them. Because this is what he's trying to say. If you want to take Taiwan, just look at what <laughs> I just did. You're the leader of China, and you're sitting right in front of me. The media doesn't know this is happening. You're going to hear about this tomorrow. But I'm telling you right now, hey, look at, what, look at what I just did. I just did this. It's not that I'm planning to or I'm thinking about it. It's, buddy, I just bombed the shit out of Syria. And we're eating chocolate cake. And look at me. I'm right here. I'm smiling. We're having a good time. We're talking about trade. We're talking about everything else. You really want to test me? Do you really want to test me? That's the point. That's the deterrent. It's saying I'm unpredictable. You can't do Biden's predictable. Oh, We've yeah. seen he'll fold like a lawn chair. He'll fold like a lawn... like a beach chair when a... on a rainy day. He'll fold. He won't do. He'll fold. Yeah, is...
1: I don't. I don't. I don't think he's worried about Biden not no, one a, no, none of them cause... are. that's why. Yeah, I think I think I think he was I think he was telling the leaders at um Taiwan that you really think that they're gonna help you from me.
0: They're all here well, fighting about genders. He's, he's not saying it literally, but remember what I said. Behind yeah, yeah, yeah. closed doors, he's showing. He'll probably say it in a way of that's it's trying it's trying to say that we don't respect your your big bro. Like remember, right, right, you're right, the, yeah. you're the little bro getting bullied. China's the bully. Taiwan's your little brother. You're the big brother, but you're Joe Biden. Joe Biden's your big brother. It's like. What are you talking about? I pay him money. I'm paying your big brother. I'm your big brother's boss, pretty much. Like, he's going he's gonna to protect you against me? What are you talking about? Like, they're laughing. And they're saying, look at America. Look at your brother's house. Your of is in debt. He has no job. He has no money because I give him money. That's the only money he has. It's a whole mess. Look at them. Yeah. They, even, they think Dylan Mulvaney is a girl. That's how funny that's how they look at it. They say they're so stupid, they're so stupid. look, look, they shot down a20 dollar balloon with a two million dollar missile Oh they yeah, they did they don't even and they let me go across the entire North American continent from Alaska all the way down to, to South Carolina. I went over Canada and America. They did nothing about it. They waited a whole week. they're weak they're they're pathetic, they're decadent, they won't protect you. their time is done, they're over, man. But Trump, that's the difference with Trump, though, is that he showed them through action. Don't mess with me. They were saying, you think that when General Soleimani of Iran got assassinated by a U.S. drone, I think, I think it was a drone strike. You don't think the Russians and the Iranians and the Chinese were looking at that and saying, holy shit, he just killed General Soleimani. He's he's their top general. Holy crap. And he gives no fucks about it. The media is angry because, how dare you kill their general? You're going to start us in war. And Trump's saying, he's guilty because he hurt Americans and I won't accept that. He's going to die. And he killed him. He's not saying it literally, but he's showing it through action. That he's out there to defend Americans and American interests. And that's what we need. That's what we need. And I love the fact that that conversation, that interview, I love the fact that interview was about uh, foreign policy because I love foreign policy. That's me personally, but I think that's what he's so great at because he gets the big picture and people, the voters, they get the big picture when they see Taiwan being bullied and they see uh, Ukraine being taking advantage of us and they see the billions of dollars we're spending. They look at they look at that and they say, we need someone strong, man. We need someone in charge who looks like he's in charge, who's confident. And Donald Trump is the perfect guy. Look, Ron DeSantis. Maybe he's that, but he doesn't. He hasn't shown it, and we don't have time to test that. We don't have time to test out, and I don't have time to wait for Ron DeSantis to figure out if he's pro Ukraine or not. He needs more time. I need him to sit down, decide if he's ever going to have a, pol- a foreign policy position, and stick to it. Not next week come out and say, "Oh, I didn't mean that. I meant this." No, stick to it. Stick to. Yeah,
1: he 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 also needs more time to show us that he can really do this
0: he can he can step up to the same level as trump you know but yeah yeah you're right but guess what right now for 2028 he's perfect cuz he'll learn he'll take in, i'm sure trump Ho- hopefully hopefully man hopefully i'm sure that trump in 2028 when Ronda Sanders is coming up, I'm sure he's going to help him out. He's going to say, "Look, this is what you got to do. Make sure you do this, 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 and that." I'm sure they'll do that.
1: I hope so because I, you you, I, you I, never I, know. You never know. They they yeah. they will say that they will do this
0: now, but once they get into the office, it's a different situation. Exactly. But we know what we got with Trump. That's why I'm with them. I'm with them. I don't know if you're. I know you're voting for Kamala, but because uh, uh, she's Indian, she's also Indian. She's the first Indian vice president. Hello, how are you? Very good, very good, my friend. And uh, nah, man, with man, Trump, Trump all the way, Trump all the way. Yeah, Trump all the way. That's our message. And with that, we're going to wrap up. It's time for us to go on this really, really good episode for the Republic. So right again, Uh we're going to be setting up the webcam. So we'll have a full visual, uh, video. We're going to try to get, you know, get live clips going on. We're going to try to do things like reactions to the wokest TikToks out there. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. And he wants to show us his boyfriend, Dylan Mulvaney. So we'll see that he wants to, he wants to keep bothering me with a thought cast, man. And so, um, so don't forget (laughs) sign up for our podcast everywhere. You can hear us everywhere. We get podcasts everywhere. Don't even ask. Is it it Spotify? Yes. Apple? Yes. Yes. Everything. Yes. We're everywhere. All right. So Everywhere everywhere tell your friends tell all your friends tell your i'll mail- even put it in
1: my shirt too if you want
0: tell your he'll get a tattoo of it on his face yeah tell your mailman tell your tell your tell the guy at the gas station subscribe like the videos tell everybody go outside and screen this podcast out at patreon.com slash for the number for the republic like subscribe tell your friends great episode we'll talk to you next time guys all
1: right guys